All right, let's do this. When I pretend everything is what I want. You're listening to the Double A Balls Podcast with your hosts, Andrew Romanella. It is absolutely popping off. Do you know what we call that sometimes? Dick High Fun Balls. And Anthony Rinaldi. I'm going to say something crazy. How about being like a dog? Oh, at the buzzer. Oh, he missed it. Oh, OG. The show starts now. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. This is the Double A Balls Podcast Friday Morning Dab, Episode 9. Coming your way this week, Andrew is on assignment. He is at the happiest place on earth. That would be Disney World. It is a great time. It's an awesome day to talk sports. The Washington Capitals won their first Stanley Cup since 1974. And my partner, Anthony Rinaldi, is on the line, ready to go. Andrew, Mickey, Donald, Goofy, how are you? The group is doing good. And you know what's funny, Anthony? And of course, check us out on Twitter and on Instagram. Social media, blip. At double A balls on both DAAB podcast.com. Find the podcast, iTunes, Anchor, Podbean, and of course, poweronperformance.com for the gear. You know, you're in the happiest place on earth, and everybody tells you that when you come to Disney World as an adult, it's supposed to be a whole hell of a lot more fun. Now, Sarah and I have only been here for 24 hours so far, but it is definitely more fun as an adult. But it always brings you back to your childhood because you said it's Mickey, it's Minnie, it's Donald Duck, it's your childhood. And the one thing I think of as I was walking around Disney's Hollywood Studios yesterday are the great Disney sports movies, Anthony, of all time. Listen, I hope you're both wearing dab gear and you're out there heavily recruiting Mickey, Minnie. Get him on the team. Get him on the dab. Let's go. I want to talk to him. I'm sure they got a lot of talk stuff to talk about. And you're right, Andrew. What, what else is better than a top 10 Disney sports jump off debate on the Friday morning dab? So we're, let's dive into this thing because, and for, for the fans out there, Anthony and I obviously have been racking our heads around the different things we can do for the dab. Last week, we spoke a lot about baseball rule changes. This week, because I am in Disney, we decided we're going to make a Mount Rushmore of the best Disney sports movies of all time, which in my opinion is probably one of the hardest things to do because there's so many variety of sports movies that Disney has made in the last 50 years, Anthony, that you start looking at different categories. You start looking at animated movies. You look at movies that are based off of true stories. You look at movies that are completely made up and the variety is so up and down and, and in and out and all over the place. I really do feel like it's such an opinionated conversation. Yeah. And you, you, you gave me a great little website that kind of listed all the sports movies and it goes all the way back to, I think, 1963, Andrew. Disney started making these sports movies. But this is a great little segue. The folks out there that listen, email us. Hit us up on Twitter. DM us. Give us some ideas on what you want to hear us dab about. 
Am I right, Andrew? You are right, Anthony. So let's get this thing kicked off so that the people have an idea of what we're thinking as our Mount Rushmore of Disney sports movies. So we'll get to our final four, but I think really kind of what you have to iron out first is really your top 10 and numbers five through 10, because that really starts to get dicey. And I'm just going to list off a bunch of movies just so the people out there have an idea of what we're kind of looking at. Okay. And then I'm going to have Anthony, you're going to die right in and you are going to start picking apart what you love and what you don't love about these movies so here's what i wrote down as the most notable disney sports movies remember the titans obviously miracle mighty ducks angels in the outfield the rookie cool runnings invincible glory road secretariat mcfarland usa and these two kickers at the end Airbud and cars which is considered which is an animated movie andrew i love Every single one of those movies. I don't think I saw Secretary, though. Not a big horse guy. I saw a little bit of it. It was all those horse aficionados out there. But, Andrew, let me just run down my my 10 through 5 list. Because, you know, obviously, Mount Rushmore, got to have your top four. My number 10, like you just just had it, Air Bud. Okay. What's not to love? Dogs and sports. Are you kidding me? Those are two of our favorite pastimes. Am I right? You know, there was like five Air Buds. Yeah, I know, but you obviously got to lump them all. It's only the first one. It's the same thing with Angels in the Outfield, Angels in the Infield, and Angels in, like, the bullpen. They made those ones, too. The end zone, that's it. Maybe T.O. could could use those to fly in the Canton, maybe. (laughs) My number nine, sticking with football, is the game plan. Wow, so you went – I didn't even put that on my list. What? Dwayne Johnson? Boomer (laughs) Eliasson? Football? Come on. That's not a classic Disney movie in my mind, though. That's I, Maybe it's because it's more recent, but I don't know. Maybe because it's Dwayne Johnson. I don't know. I just To me, the game plan was a little bit more cheesy compared – I guess Air Bud's cheesy, too. Yeah, come on, Andrew. That's why, it's, that, that's why it's 10 and 9. No one really cares. All right, game plan. All right. Number eight, number eight and seven, I kind of want to flip-flop just because I hate number seven. But number eight is the, is the rookie. You just okay. mentioned it. Dennis Quaid, great act, great sports movie actor. The comeback story of all time, Andrew. He's a coach at high school. You know, blows his arm out, doesn't make it. He's a coach. His team, his team is kind of in the doldrums, and he promises if they start winning, he'll try out for the MLB. And the dude throws like a 96 mile hour heater on the radar gun outside his hometown in like, where is it, Wyoming or Texas, wherever it's filmed at. It. Yeah, and and the, uh, my favorite scene of that whole movie is when when he parks the truck on like the the road as he's driving home, and and he looks at the speedometer for for when you're driving your car, and he he throws the ball and it blinks, and it looks like it blinks like I don't know like eighty three miles per hour, and he like puts his head down and drives away, and as he passes the miles per hour sign, it flashes like ninety five miles per hour, and that's like every kid. Baseball fan, baseball fanatics dream right there is that a re- just a regular dude, just a regular guy coaching high school baseball, affecting change in kids, somehow makes it to Major League Baseball. And then, of course, to top it off, I believe, if I'm correct about this, Ken Griffey Jr. hits a bomb off of him in his first pitch in the Major Leagues. I mean, only fitting. Dude has a smooth swing in, in, in the game of baseball. That's the truth, but it's definitely in the pantheon of great Disney sports movies. But I, I agree with you. It is top 10, and it's number eight for you. So I need for to eight. find out what the three in front of those are before we get to Mount Rushmore. All right. I hate the city, but I'm going to put Invincible up there, number seven. Okay. Again, football, Vince Papali, some dude named Mark Wahlberg, even though he's a Boston fan. The dude's a hell of an actor. Truth. 
bartender turned eagle special teamist. I mean, come on, you can't you can't make that stuff up, Andrew. Open tryout guy just comes in. It's the one. It, it was was it was it was it Dick Vermeil that was the head coach yeah. of the Eagles when they did that? Yes, sir. Comes in, bartender, man, I, I'll tell you what, no matter what, what you do or don't like about the city of Philadelphia, fantastic flick. Oh, yeah, come on. Number six, Andrew, you mentioned it. It's got a bunch of them, angels in the outfield. Oof. I love that. America's pastime, foster kids, Danny Glover. I mean, come on. What, what could be better than a bunch of dudes, angels flying around, hitting home runs, carrying dudes over the fence to catch, home, catch balls? It's such fantasy. It's such great fodder. Can't wait to watch it with my son. You know what most people don't know about that movie before you give us number five is that the outfielder that makes the catch in right field and, and the angel help, helps guide him to the, to the ball. You know who that actor is? I do not. The character in the movie is Ben Williams. That's the outfielder. That outfielder is played by Matthew McConaughey. Oh, wow. Yeah, right? Did you know Matthew McConaughey was in Angels in the Outfield? I didn't recognize him with a shirt on. It doesn't, it doesn't even look like him. If you go, re- I rewatched the scene like four times just to see if I could figure it out. Looks nothing like him. Wow. That's Crazy. Awesome. That's, a, that, that's a good find. That's something I'll be, that's something I'll be doing at work later. <laughs> Hopefully everybody is since they're listening to this cast and they're loving it. Number five, what do you Number got? Five. This, this one was tough, but I... I it, was, it did so well, and your your nephew Nico loves it. I gotta go cars. Okay. Just because I mean, listen, Lightning McQueen, Tomater, just that you're you're another kind of comeback story. Lightning McQueen, he's too big for the for the small time country. Kind of gets lost, dives off on Route 66 there, finds this little area, has to rebuild his confidence, gets taught up by a master who used to run, who used to run the same kind of race. Come on, Andrew. You gotta love cars. So the 10, f- two, three, four, seventeen. How many of there are? You gotta love them. the the and planes too. I believe they made a planes as well. Yeah, you can. I, you, you, you fly. Know, you can seen, drive. I haven't seen planes. I'm, I'm sure it's quality because it's it's front of my car, so it's got to be good. Uh, Animation and kids. Come on. So this is my one question. Now I you have yeah ha- I I have your ten through five. I'll give you my ten through five real quick. We'll run through it. No need to dissect it. We just dissected them. But my one question to you before we. F- continue through with this pantheon this this mount rushmore of disney sports movies is is it kind of not right to add an animated movie in the sports movie topic because even though racing is considered a sport i mean nascar and indycar racing are gigantic it's an animated movie is that the reason why you left it off the top four are there other reasons because it's animated? It doesn't hold as much weight to you because that was one thing I kept thinking about was, man, like, I mean, cars is a phenomenal movie. I think over the course of time, since cars has cars was released, I believe it was in 2006, maybe cars out of every movie we've talked about today, the movie cars has grossed $244 million for the Disney Corporation. That's a lot of bananas. I mean, do you know what the next closest is? 118. Remember the Titans at 116. Oh, wow. Took a shot right there. And going back to the original question, it was tough for me not to, I mean, it was tough tough to figure out actually a Mount Rushmore of Disney movies because like you said, there's such a quality over such 50-some years of, of movie making and like you said, you have this animated jump off that just goes for 250 mil. Right. 
And I mean, obviously, once you hit, once you hit the kid market, you know, the parents, it's over. Because think about it, if if that if that comes out in the theater, that's at least a four to six person go round. You know, two ten year olds aren't going by themselves to the movies. The parents are, the, the parents' friends are coming, so they have someone to talk to. Just, while the kids watch the movie, eat the popcorn, get all sugar high. You know what I mean? So you're getting a lot more demographic to watch these movies. And I love Cars. I thought it was great. Anytime it's on the TV, I'm stopping and watching it. But it just it didn't it didn't fall in my top four just because of my kind of genre towards sports and towards certain movies. I think our I think our our top four was was quite similar. But I'm intrigued to hear your ten through five, Andrew. All right, so let me give it to you right now. And it's funny because I'm looking at all my organization for this episode, and I wrote down like 92 different lists to see where my mind was. And I think in like 90 percent of the lists, I had cars in the top four, but it sits at number five for me as well. I completely agree with you. Cars is my number five. Number six for me is Angels in the Outfield as well. So those two were very similar on. Now, seven, eight, nine, and ten is where we're going to vary. My seventh best Disney movie of all time, that's Cool Runnings. Hands down, bottom line, we are the Jamaican bobsled team. We are the one Denise and the one Junior. The fastest of the fastest of the bobsled teams. I mean, a classic like you're, you're talking about something that is probably the most ridiculous thing, ridiculous scenarios you've ever seen. You got the man, John Candy, who I, I is one of my favorites. And I think just somebody that I feel like every time John Candy shows up in the movie, it's probably going to be quality work. And this is one of those movies. So cool runnings is my number seven. My number eight is the rookie. Uh, it's just one of my favorite movies. Obviously, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna lean towards baseball. I said it before; it's one of my favorite storylines. My number nine is Invincible. Uh, I just, yeah, Vince Papali, awesome movie. I don't think I'm doing it a disservice by putting it in the top ten. I think you agree with that as well, Anthony. But at the end of the day, again, when you talk about pantheon of great movies, I just feel like Invincible, great not the greatest that Disney has produced. And then my number 10 is Air Bud. Now, how much of that increased when you purchased your buddy Maverick? Uh, probably high, I'm sure. Um, I also, also part of it is because like, if I look at all the movies that I have sitting here, right, the ones I listed at the beginning of the show, the ones I left off, Secretariat. Yeah, Secretariat's a great movie, but I guess for me, it just didn't hit the spot. And yeah, it's horse racing, but I don't know. It just there's something there that, that that just didn't fit. McFarland, USA. It's a movie about running. I guess, I, I and it's it's a fantastic movie. It's not a bad movie. I like it, but for some reason, those just didn't belong in the top ten. So as I'm ironing out the list, I think all the other part of it, Anthony, was I couldn't figure out who my tenth one was because it, once I got past eight. Really, I just I, I not didn't care anymore, but just didn't. Put the coin. It had yeah, it didn't have an effect on me. But I gotta, I gotta grossly, grossly disagree with you about Cool Runnings. That's, really, you, you are disgracing that wonderful movie by only giving it seven, on your on your radar seven. I can't believe you go that high with that. That's that's you're terrible. You, you clearly would pick McFarland USA or a running movie over that. Here, here's oh, McFarland USA, definitely not. In, in my top four, I could tell you that right now. So we're on it. Let's go. I want, to, I want to hear your Mount Rushmore since you didn't put my number three in there. Well, anyway, well, I digress. Cool, cool Runnings is my seven right now, right? And this, this is what I was going to say to you. So I, I'm all over the place in terms of what I want. 
right? Who, 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 who my, my top movies are. I fluctuated this list a few different ways. Okay. I, I wrote, I said before, I wrote, I wrote a bunch of different lists down. Um, I have, I have a bunch of lists where, where cool runnings is my number one. Um, I also have a few, li- uh, not number one, not top four. I have a few lists where cars is in my top four. Um, so number four of the best Disney sports movies of all time. Anthony, what do you got? I'm going to go with this one. And it, it, it could have been higher. I can, he, you could flop four and three, but in my eyes, since I'm not quite a fan of the sport just yet, but the, 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 mag, the, magnet, the magnitude of this movie is just up there for me and makes number four, and that's Miracle, Andrew. Love American it. American patriotism during the Cold War, 1980, USA hockey, a bunch of college kids going in there. Which Olympics? Which uh, 1980? Is that, is that in Canada? No. Yeah, no, that was that was in Lake Placid, babe. 1980. Lake Placid. You're. I'm sorry. That, that's why it was so huge because it was on American soil. It was American soil, right? Like I say, college stars versus a bunch of jacked up Soviets. I mean, how could you go wrong, Ed? Number three, number four for me, Anthony, and I think this is where I messed up before. Okay. And this is why I asked you the question about animated movies. I had written down Cars as my number four. Okay, listen, you can't go wrong with that, dude. You're no, two hundred forty-four million dollars. And I'm um, and and for me, that is why I feel like I I kind of I, I was so on the animated movie, and I and I had to figure out if it was right or not. I don't know if that's right or not. I don't know if an animated movie in the top four Disney sports movies all time is okay. But at the same time, it's like, dude, this is just a great flick. Owen Wilson, Cars, Lightning McQueen, the whole lot of them. Okay, so I have Cars for. You have Miracle Four, number three. Cool Runnings, baby. Mm-hmm. I, I can't believe you had. I that was that was easily my. I made my list. I made my my four through one first because I figured I could knock that out. Because I, I mean, I thought it, it was tougher than I thought. I'm not gonna lie to the crowd. You know, you thought you could you could hammer it out in a few minutes, but you, you really when you really dissect each movie and, and how you kind of feel about it. But for me, Cool Runnings. I mean, it's it's one of my favorite countries. Who doesn't love Jamaica, Andrew? It's Chris. You have four young individuals try to complete a dream, and that is to to see snow, basically, because they're like they're in Jamaica and they never see snow. And you, like you said, you got John Candy, rest in peace. It was his last uh, film yep. that was released before he, you know, before he left this earth. He's like he's a brilliant actor, a, a comeback story for himself because he was a disgraced former champion, and he basically was was handed a a shovel for a uh, for a bobsled, and he turned it into what was one of the best movies. It was in 1993, I think it came out. And I was, I was eight years old at that time, Andrew. That was a great time for me. Cool Runnings number three for me, baby, all the way. See, and I, and I fought Cool Runnings. And, and again, like I said. Feel it, the rhythm. Feel the rhyme. Feel the rhyme. Get on up, Andrew. It's bobsled time. Cool Runnings. Dude, and you know what? As we have this conversation, and I realize that my 10 through 5 was a little messed up, I, I, will, I will take Cool Runnings. From seven, and I will put it at five, right behind cars. Okay, that's a jump. That's All a right, jump. and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you why you've convinced me that is because I was able to convince you the other day that the Caps were gonna lose Game Five, <laughs> and they clearly didn't, and they went on to win the Stanley Cup. So you gentlemen sweep for the Capitals. Gentlemen sweep, and, and a gentleman's convincing from Anthony and Andrew in the last two Double A balls episodes. So you have Miracle, and then you have Cool Runnings. I have cars. And then I have Miracle. 
Mm. Okay, you're a hockey guy. Well, and this was a hard fight for me because for a really long time, Miracle was probably my top one or two movie to watch. Like, I'm not talking just Disney sports movies. I'm talking sports movies in general. If we went there, Rudy would be my number one. But that's a whole other conversation. He was offside. The (laughs) The reason why Miracle has to be in the Mount Rushmore of Disney sports movies is because it's a great moment in our country's history. It is also a great movie. It is depicted very well. I thought the hockey actors did a great job so that you could get the real feel on the ice. Kurt Russell too, right? Kurt Russell, fantastic. I just overall, I mean, the the way they were able to depict the movie, everything in between, I just think that for me, Miracle is just boom, there. So they're my number three. Number two, Andrew. This was a tough one for me. One and two, you can flip flop, flippity flop, three, four, five, don't matter to me. Number two, mighty, mighty ducks. Ones, two, and three. Put them all in there, Andrew. See, so that Emilio. Come on, yeah, dude. Emilio Estevez. I think for sake of this argument, and I think all of our fans in the Double A Balls podcast would agree with this, that we have to only be considering Mighty Ducks number one. Correct. It's the same thing when you talk about Rocky. You talk yes. about the first one. The first yes. one that won a friggin' Emmy. Although the difference, the, the difference, though, with that Rocky franchise is there were a few sequels, trequels, quadrilles, whatever you want to call them, that were actually not bad. There were some that were terrible, but there were some that weren't bad. You're right. Gordon Bombay, Knuckle Puck, Fulton, Goldberg. The guys, the boys. All right. Well, we agree. We agree. All right. All right. I am Mighty Ducks in my number two slot. And I think once we reveal number one, it's kind of a, it kind of makes sense as to why we have Mighty Ducks in the number two. But I think you said it, and and I wrote it actually down. I wrote one A and one B with Mighty Ducks because I think that it it was such a classic movie that it deserves the consideration for the one. And I almost feel like I'm disrespecting the tradition of the Mighty Ducks franchise if I call it two as opposed to one B. You're right. And really, when you do a Mount Rushmore, there's really no one through four because it's just four. You know, you're all four level heads on the same mountain, so it doesn't really matter where you put them. But in, in, in our minds, we just wanted to rank them real quick for right. one. And I think we agree number one. Remember the Titans, Andrew. Oh, the truth. Left side, strong side. 100%. Mr. Gary Bertier. Based on, I believe, true true events happening down there. Obviously, a lot of races. Uh, it's it's kind of a good movie, you know, kind of depicts kind of nowadays. Where obviously we're not as bad as it was back in the seventies with the segregation, but you can tell there's a lot of tension between us folks here. And this this movie just, you know, Coach Boone played by the man Denzel Washington, man who's never made a bad movie in his life, Andrew. So on that factor alone, I'll put Remember the Titans up there number one for Denzel. 100%. 100%. And for me, the reason this movie's up there is every reason you said and the fact that so much of what our country is going through right now is centered on racial conversations and diversity and how we're progressing forward as a country. And the movie Remember the Titans, much like a lot of sports movies that hit political wires really dives into how hard it was just to simply field a football team 
with whites and African Americans on it. And for what they were able to do, the way they were able to kind of excite the city after this movie came out, I, I read a lot about it because um, I'm, I'm always trying to figure out if the true and I don't know if you do this, Anthony, but if when they tell me a story's true in a movie, I go and try and find out how true the movie is compared to the story after I watch it. That's an interesting take, Andrew. I feel like you should do that, but I almost don't want to ruin what I just watched by going back and seeing. Because I feel like every movie, obviously, they got to spice up some of the duller scenes. They got to do a little this, add a little that. So you're obviously not going to get the, a, a true depiction of what, what true events actually happened. Because you, can, you can't go back and obviously that happened in the 1970s. I wasn't around. You weren't around. Uh, but what did you think compare, you know, comparing the, the true story to what you saw in the movie? Very close. I mean, and, and, and I can't give you a number or a percentage because really at the end of the day, movies are movies and you have to depict certain scenes a certain way. So you get the feel for the audience. And so I I was listening to Michael Ruzioni to go to miracle, right? I was, I was listening to Michael Ruzioni speak when I was a a teenager in Atlanta, he spoke at our, our uh, hockey banquet. And Michael Ruzioni said that when he was skating, I hope I don't ruin the movie for anybody, but it's, 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 a, it's a good thing to know. And, and you actually almost appreciate it more when they're skating after in the big scene again, again, blow the whistle again, that whole scene. And, and who do you play for? You know, Minnesota, whoever it is. And Michael Ruzioni says, Michael Ruzioni. And Herb Brooks says, who do you play for? And he says, the United States of America. And the whole thing ends. Right. The, the skating ends. The movie starts to flip a little bit. The guys start to almost understand the message. Well, that never actually happened. But what the directors of the movie needed to do was find a place to show why Michael Ruzioni was the leader of that team, why he was the captain of that team. And they just saw that as a really good opportunity. So you could look at that two ways and say, oh, man, that kind of ruins a great scene for me. But the way I look at it is that's really cool information to know. This guy was such a good leader. They had to create a scene in a movie just to depict how great of a leader he was. Wow. You're right. I I, I... And you wouldn't know that unless you heard Mike Ruzioni speak. Look at that. That's and the truth. Or do a little reason. One leg up on everyone else. That's the truth. So just to give you all a rundown on the Mount Rushmore of Disney sports movies in the eyes of the Double A Balls podcast. So our four Mount Rushmores for Disney sports movies is Remember the Titans, Mighty Ducks, Miracle, and we differ in cars and in cool running. So before we finish this podcast, Anthony, because I think the people deserve an answer, okay? We differ in cool runnings and we differ in cars. So somehow we need to settle this. I say you put it up on a poll. Let the audience decide, Andrew. Okay, so we, I, we will do that. We'll put it up on the Twitter. We'll Clearly put it up on I am right and you are wrong. And then we will, we will, we will jump into this on our midweek show. And we will give you the answer to that question. And I have to give you credit because now I'm literally sitting here saying, man, cool runnings could be number four, but we will wait and see what the people say. You're right. I mean, it's the cars is a, is a classic movie, Andrew. We get all the kids voting. We're going to be, I'm going to be in trouble, but it really don't matter when it comes down to it. They're both great flicks. We're going to have a lot to discuss. I believe in our midweek episode, Andrew, we could have both finals over with the, obviously one already is, Congratulations to Washington, D.C. That area is probably on fire right now, Andrew. They've been title starved since when? 
like the 90s i believe in the 90s is the last time they were in the cup finals and in the 70s was when they started as a franchise and this is their first stanley cup in franchise history yeah, and the last title might have been even the redskins back in the 90s so 1992 the washington redskins for the whole city right so they've been they've waited 26 years for this so they're gonna rock and, out hard and think about this before we go that that caps off three straight champions in their sport that have had not won a championship in their sports history, the Houston Astros in baseball, the Philadelphia Eagles in football, and now the Washington Capitals in hockey. A very, very crazy sports year right now. So, who, oh, that, that, that could be a Friday dab. Who yep. football is going to win it? Who hasn't won it yet? Right. So a lot of history being broken in sports. Anthony and I, I believe, just broke history on our Mount Rushmore for Disney sports movies. I'll tell you what, Anthony, I got to go. I got I got plans with Mickey Mouse. He, he's texting me up and down right now, asking me where I am. Goofy's a little pissed off. I'm wasting my time doing this dab right now and not hanging out with him and, and Donald. So it's been fun. I Love, love, love our Friday morning dabs, my man, and especially when we dive into Disney movies. I mean, listen, we I think we hit it on the head this week. You tell Goofy and Mickey to relax, go have fun, go hit up beers around the world, enjoy yourself. I'll talk to you later, folks. Tell your friends, tell your friends, download and subscribe to the podcast, folks. Andrew, get us out of here. As you know, DoubleABpodcast.com, iTunes, Anchor, Podbean, at Double Balls, Twitter, and Instagram. And, of course, PowerArmPerformance.com for your gear. For my partner, Anthony Rinaldi, of course, I am Andrew Romanella. For Mickey Mouse, for Donald, for the whole lot of Disney characters and more, we are the Double A Balls Podcast. This is the Friday Morning Dab, and we are out. This has been the Double A Balls Podcast, powered by Power Arm Performance, your leader in baseball and softball training apparel. Visit PowerArmPerformance.com to get your gear and begin training the Power Arm way today.